Welcome to Nairobi Chapel and Bakasi. We grow deep to reach wide. Like our friend said in Germany, Guten Tag, everyone. Fred Alexander Oyola, the pastor here at Nairobi Chapel in Bakasi. Thank you so much for choosing to listen in from wherever you are. May God, the almighty God of heaven, richly speak to you today. In Jesus' name, we all said, Amen. Uh, guys, it's only 79 days to Christmas. Hey, <laughs> seven, nine. <laughs> I hope you're looking forward, man. Hey, Maze, I'm looking for some well-deserved rest. It's been a long, long 2020. <laughs> Let's not even get into that conversation right now. Anyway, almost two years ago, Nairobi Chapel and Bakasi was planted. And it's now a month and four days to the anniversary. Guys, we'll be celebrating our second anniversary in November and we seriously cannot wait. You are all invited. We'll be hop hey, hopping, hopping. We'll be opening our doors in November and we cannot wait for this amazing, amazing time together with you where we get to just remember how good God has been. The Lord has been good to our church and in honor of the goodness We'll be spending these next two months offering our gratitude to nobody else but him. We're taking time every week to simply say thank you, Jesus, for seeing us through these two wonderful years over here at Nairobi Chapel and Bakasi. And the church said, Amen. We started off this season of gratitude last week looking at the responsive Psalm 136. That was amazing. In case you missed it, as usual, remember that it's available on our church podcast channel. This is on Anchor FM, an online podcast platform. And all you need to do is type in Arabic Chapel and Bakasi. Even add Anchor FM on it on Google and you'll find us. We are on Anchor FM. It's an amazing platform. All our other podcasts are also available on there, including our other messages and conversations from all our previous months. Our social media handles on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, Nairobi Chapel and Bakasi, also have a link tree bio link to our podcast, so check them out as well. You'll find info on our, on our giving details, our food bank, our children's crafts and devotions. And also, believe it or not, we now have a communication line, 0741922715, in case you need to talk to us. Today, hey, we continue our gratitude season, our season of gratitude, hallelujah, with looking very briefly at Psalms 100. Oh, this is an amazing psalm. It is called the great psalm of thanksgiving. So here goes, psalm, Psalms 100, only five verses, chapter 1, uh, verse 1 to 5 at chapter 1, Psalms 100, verse 1 to 5, shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us. And we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. 
his faithfulness continues through all generations. Let's pray, let's pray. Our dear Heavenly Father, thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace and thank you for your mercy of our lives. Speak to us today through the power of your Holy Spirit in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, our Savior. And the church said, Amen. Mm. Like we did last week, let me read this psalm as a Nairobi Chapel Embakasi person. Nairobi Chapel Embakasi shout for joy to the Lord. Let's worship the Lord with gladness and come before him with joyful songs. Nairobi Chapel Embakasi, please know that the Lord is God and it is he who made us. And we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Nairobi Chapel Embakasi, let's enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Let's give, let's give thanks to him and praise his name. Why? For the Lord has been good to us. Nairobi Chapel Embakasi. This past two years. And his love has endured and will endure forever. His faithfulness will continue through all the generations after us. Mm. That's amazing, man. Beautiful, beautiful. Psalms 100 has been called the great psalm of thanksgiving. It is the only psalm that has this title in all of the 150 psalms and therefore was greatly used in its time. It is said to have been written by King David, the great king whose heart was after God and was specifically used during the time of thanksgiving as directed in Leviticus chapter 7. Leviticus was at a time when the Israelites were at the foot of Mount Sinai and for years the Lord was teaching them his laws. If you study the Bible from the book of Exodus all the way to the book of Numbers, the children of Israel were camped at the foot of Mount Sinai. They were here for almost two years and in these years, the Levitical laws were written. Think about that. God was teaching the children of Israel how holy he is. And in turn, how holy they must be in order to be pleasing to him. At one point, God directs them to give different types of offerings before him. And one of the offerings is for showing or symbolizing how good he has been to them by probably maybe healing or saving them from some sort of calamity. Hmm, interesting. Hmm. This was called the peace offerings. One of the offerings. There were many. There was a burnt offering. The peace offering are those that the Israelite used to make peace with God so that he or she would have fellowship with God. David, in a nutshell, is asking the person giving the peace offering to come before the Lord with the prior knowledge that what is about to happen in the sacrificial space is so good that there then must be some set of attitude adjustments that have to be made. David is telling them that this fellowship with God that is about to happen, that has happened, or for our case in 2020, happened thousands of years ago, insists upon us some set of attitude adjustments that have to be made. Number one, one is to shout for joy. Number two, one is to worship the Lord with gladness and sing joyfully. David was telling the people that they must shout and worship 
and sing with all gladness of heart and with joy, since we know that there must be something good that God must have done for us. That's, that's, that's like saying there's no oxygen in the morning. That's like, it's almost like um, saying that uh, you, you, you have no idea what goodness God has shown to us. David was telling them they must shout and worship with joy since there must be something good that God must have done. And so our sacrifice to him must evoke a shouting in singing that is both glad and full of joy. This is one of the reasons we must sing before the Lord. This is why we sing in church. This is why we sing as believers. This is why we, we put words together to glorify God. We must open our mouths in speaking the goodness of God. We must sometimes do it in the assembly of other believers. And oh, what a rousing acclamation that always is. This builds our fellowship with God. The more we are grateful to God in singing and praising him joyfully, the more he's pleased with us and the more he'll probably allow our way. The best sacrifice then must be the one that we give joyfully in singing and shouting to the Lord when we can't even see what the Lord has done. You know those moments that you can't even remember the goodness of God? Those difficult days when things are going against us, when things seem so bad, that's when this gladness and joy becomes our strength. It becomes the very strength of our soul. Why? It's because of number three. Because we must know that the Lord is the great God of heaven. Creator of mankind, like David has said. That we are all under his leadership as our shepherd. That's why. The Lord God is a great, great creator of us all. That, that one we know. If you do not know that, we are praying for you. He made us in his image. Never left us to wander aimlessly in this dark world. He is also our great shepherd who leads and take, takes care of us along the way. It is solely for this purpose that he said that he'll never leave us nor forsake us. With all this knowledge, why wouldn't you worship him joyfully? Why? Jehovah made you. Sawa, um, you are not in a, in the best place right now. Sawa, you've just realized that things are even probably getting worse. But we still must worship him. Number four, David said, one must enter his gates, the gates of God's temple, the gates of his presence, with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. He was reminding the people that with all the knowledge they had of God, with all the knowledge they had of themselves, despite their weaknesses, faults, sins, nature, that God still allowed them to come to his gates and courts and enter in. You see that progression? The gates, the courts, and you're in to his presence. What a privilege. And so they had to, in knowledge of all of this, have an extremely thankful heart. Think about that. A holy and righteous God allowing them entry into his gates and courts despite their filthiness. Can you imagine that? Despite their filthiness, they're not even consumed. If that doesn't get your heart in a thanksgiving mood, then I don't know what else will. Jesus helped us take this further by helping us enter the gates and courts of God 
with not just a thankful heart, but with confidence because of what he did for us on the cross. How do you normally enter the house of God? Why are you coming to the house of God sad, annoyed at the issues of life, anxious, waiting on that contract to be signed? How do you go before the Lord when you want to talk to him? How do you pray before the Lord? How is your approach to our Heavenly Father? Mm, those are the questions. Number five, one must again, David says, give thanks to him and praise his name. Again, he is, he's just repeating himself. He's saying it again. Give thanks to him and praise his name. David is insisting again and again. <laughs> in case they forgot to remember to give thanks and praise the Lord. This is a reminder that we must always, the New Testament tells us, give thanks. Always. We must be thankful. We must have a grateful heart. We must be in a thanksgiving mode 24-7. Thanksgiving to us must be a lifestyle. In the good times and in the bad. In the sure times and in the unsure times. In the certain times and in the uncertain times. In the happy times and in the sad times. We must give thanks. Why? It is because, like we said last week, number six, one must know that the Lord is good and that his love for us endures. Finish it for me. Forever. Last week we said that if you look at your life keenly, without trying to find negative reasons at every juncture, then you will testify of God's goodness over your life and that he has been so faithful. Guys, one of the most powerful things you can always confess to yourself, declare every time, is that the Lord is good. Whatever it is, the Lord is good. Whether you're in the mountain or whether you're in the valley, the Lord is good. And his love endures forever. Finally, David says that one must know that his faithfulness to us has continued throughout all generations. All, not some, not a few, not 50%, not 10% of generations, not the generations before us, not only for the generations we are in or those that are coming after us, all generations. David was trying again to tell the people to try checking through their history and see from their forefathers whether they had a different testimony of God's faithfulness. All the way, they were to check from Adam to their father Jesse, David's dad. David could see throughout his generations of God's faithfulness. And I bet you that if you and I look keenly on our lineage, on our generations, from our fathers to our grandfathers, and even beyond, we'll see many testimonies of God's goodness and faithfulness, which in turn should make us do what we've been talking about all through, which is, which is what? <laughs> to have a heart of gratitude towards God. Guys, search out, taste and see God's goodness over your family, over your extended family over your neighbors, over your surroundings, over your friends. Check throughout the generations and tell me if it will not stir inside of you a heart of gratitude to the God of heaven. 
when you point it out like David said, shout and worship him with gladness of heart and with joy. Guys, David is reminding us ever so powerfully that we must shout, we must sing, we must worship in gladness and in joy. We must declare the goodness of God. We must look at our lives now. Remember that it is from Jehovah. Remember that he is the one who is our shepherd. Remember that he is the one who will never leave us nor forsake us. And the more we do that, the more we will please God. The more we will have fellowship with him. And the more we will be strong. You want to be strong in this life? Have a heart of gratitude. Let's pray, guys. Almighty God, in the glorious name of our Savior Jesus Christ, we thank you today for your word. Thank you for reminding us, even so briefly, to forever give thanks to you. Our good God, our creator. To give thanks because of your faithful love, your mercy, your grace that endures forever. Forgive us, Jehovah, like we've asked every week for the many times we have forgotten and even refused to give thanks for whatever flimsy reason we had and help us to forever remember to give thanks in all circumstances because this is your will for all of us in Christ Jesus. We've prayed all this in the beautiful name of our Savior Jesus. Amen. Guys, thank you once again for listening in. So may the Lord bless you, may he protect you, may he show you his favor, and may he grant you peace. Always remember that the more you are grateful for what you have, the more you will have to be grateful for. Until next week, adios. Adios.